Amen. Amen. I just want to thank everybody for joining us this Saturday morning to our new uh, radio show. Amen. Back on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, It's a uh, rainy Saturday this morning. And again, we just want to continue to bless those that are joining us. Amen. Glory be to God. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Hallelujah. We're going to continue forth. Hallelujah. Play another song here, and then we're going to get into prayer. Amen. Glory be to God. We thank you, Father.
Hallelujah. Father God, we just give thanks and praise unto you for this day that you have made. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity, Father God, to come before your throne, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the angels, Father God, that encamp around us, Father God, keeping us safe, Father God. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that gives us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, Father. We stand here right now, Father God, before your throne, surrendering ourselves, surrendering our thoughts, Father God, surrendering our will. Father God, uh, surrendering our desires unto you, Father God, right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Father. We pray, Father God, that there be a mighty move that takes place. Father God, those that will listen in, Father God, from days hence, Father God, we pray that your anointing may seal itself, Father God, to this radio show, this recording, Father God, that it may go forth in days, months, years to come, Father God, and touch the hearts. Father God, that listen in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. Hallelujah. Father God, we glorify you. We magnify you, God, and we just give praise, honor, and thanks once again, Father God, for your presence upon this line, Father God. Again, we pray, Father God, that a great and mighty move takes place. Open up the hearts and minds of those that are listening, Father God, that they may receive from your spirit what it is they need, Father God, from this message, Lord God, to carry them closer to you, to draw them nearer to you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Move me out of the way that your spirit may have his way, Father. In Jesus' name, Lord, we give all honor, we give thanks and praise unto you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Once again, I want to thank each and every person that has come online today to MBKI's Kingdom Encounter Radio Show. This is our first recording, hallelujah, so praise God, we may be a little uh, off a little bit, but as we continue to go, we'll get greater and greater. How many of us know that practice makes perfect, amen, glory be to God, hallelujah, Ah, yes, Lord, so we're going to be coming today out of the book of Galatians chapter 5, starting at verse 16 and going into verse 26, Galatians chapter 5, starting at verse 16, we're going to be reading all the way down to verse 26. And again, I just want to welcome each and every person that has come on. I want to welcome each and every person that is listening to this days after this recording has taken place. I pray that it may bless you. There's a reason why you're listening to it. Hallelujah. So don't let the enemy have you leave it or do something else or distract you. Receive what it is that the Spirit of the Lord has for you to receive. Amen. I want to share with you a little bit 
of what brought me to the point of coming on Blog Talk and with this message. Hallelujah. One of the things I realized and understand is years ago, Blog Talk is where the Lord has gave me a platform, amen, to learn a little bit about ministry or learning about uh, going forth and things of this nature. So he's taking me back to my roots to where I began from. Hallelujah. How many of us know that we can get distracted or deterred by moving outside of the will of God and doing things that God has not called for you to do, but you see being done in the world? So sometimes he calls us back. That's one of the reasons why we're here. Secondly, God spoke to me one morning and he said self-control. How many of us know that before a storm comes, God will always bring a warning. He will always let us know what's coming our way. So the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me. He said, self-control. Amen. I went through a week of nothing but storm, 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 where I had to have self-control because the enemy wanted me to act this way. He wanted me to feel this way. Hallelujah. But God said to have self-control. Amen. So hallelujah. We need to understand that self-control is very, very important to the body of Christ and being a believer in the Lord. Amen. How many of you have lost control? I mean, you have said something, you have done something that basically may have hindered uh, something in your life or maybe ruined something in your life or you did something you knew you should not have done and it's just, it just eats at you. Some of us have some things in our, some skeletons in the closet based upon self-control, amen, We where we lost control, hallelujah, glory be to God. But God says that we have the ability of getting our control back. Hallelujah. When we were out living in the world, we had no self-control because everything that felt good, everything that looked good, and everything that our flesh desired, we did when we were in the world. Hallelujah. But today we're not in the world, but we still have some of those tendencies. Why? Because we still carry the same flesh that we carried when we were in the world. We carry the same flesh that we carried when we were in the world. And because of that, the flesh sometimes acts up. Hallelujah. The enemy comes in and tempts us with those lust of the, the flesh. Hallelujah. The lust of the eye and the pride of life. Hallelujah. To get us to do things that are not conducive to the will of God are what we desire to do. Amen. In the book of Romans, it talks about that. It lets us know that sometimes we do the things we wish not to do and the things we wish to do, we do not. Amen. So there's a battle. There's something going on within us, hallelujah, that wants to pull us from doing the will and uh, walking the, 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 the walk in which we choose to walk, which is conducive to the will of the Lord. Amen. Glory be to God. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 and verse 26. And it reads, I say then, Walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the work of the flesh is evident, which is adultery, fornication, uncleanness, loneliness, Idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfishness, ambitions, dissensions, heresies, 
evil murders, drunkenness, rivalries, and the like, which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Verse 26, let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Amen? The lust of the flesh. Glory be to God. Self-control. What's the definition? What is self-control? I'm glad you asked. Self-control is a physical and emotional self-mastery. It's mastering the physical as well as the emotional, particularly in situations of intense provocation or temptation. Another word we can use is self-discipline. Self-discipline. How many of you have been in a debate with a person and they say something out of left field that hits your emotion? And the first thing that we want to do is we want to react by saying something that's going to hurt them. But that's not a God. That's not a God. Hallelujah. How many of us have walked in and hear somebody speaking about us in a negative way? We react to the emotion. How many of us, hallelujah, have dealt with addiction where we get this craving to go out and use drugs or this craving to go out and to, to, to use alcohol? Hallelujah. How many of us maybe had an internet issue where porn was a, a problem, where we're, we have this craving to, to go to the internet and we can't overcome it and we fall into it? Self-control, food, self-control. See, there's a lot of little things. You got to realize the enemy is very subtle. He'll use little tiny things to, to, to open up a crack. Food, television, some of these things we have no control over. Coffee. How many of y'all will be late to work because you've got to get your coffee from Starbucks? Self-control, little things, little things, amen? Again, why is self-control important to a believer? Well, it keeps us from sinning against the law and will of God. We must have control against the plots and plans of the enemy because it prevents us from walking according to the will of God. But if we have self-control, self-discipline, we can resist the devil, and then he'll flee. But how can we have self-control within our flesh? You're absolutely right. We have no control over what the flesh desires. So we need something or someone to enter into us that will give us the power and the might we need 
to overcome ourselves and our fleshly desires. Amen? If you go to Romans chapter 7 and verse 15, it reads, For what I am doing, I do not understand, but for what I will do, that I do not practice, but what I do or what I hate, that I do. So what this is telling us is that what we tend to do most of the time, I don't want to say most of the time, let me take that back. There's a lot of times we do things that we desire not to do, but the pull from our flesh to do it, we give in to. I know that one very well, coming from being uh, addicted to drugs. I know what that's about. And I'm quite sure many that are listening have something in their life that they've been drawn to or pulled to that they know is not good, but they do it anyway. Amen? Amen? If you look Adam and Eve, they were tested. We all get tested. We all deal with temptations that hit our flesh. The question is, do we get in? Adam and Eve, they were tested. They ate of the fruit. Jesus, he was tested. He was led into the wilderness to be tested. He passed the test. The question is, are you being tempted? And in your being tempted, are you passing the test? Self-control. Eve says that the lust of the the, the, the eye, what she seen and what she believed and what it would do for her, it led her to eat of the fruit. Christ, Jesus, he said, Satan said, turn these rocks into bread since you've been fasting for 40 days and you're hungry. But because he was hungry, his flesh desired food, he knew that it was not of God. And he had self-control enough to deny what the enemy was presenting him with. Amen? Are you able to deny the temptations of what the enemy is putting before you? It's putting before you. Quitting cigarettes was a hard thing to do. It would come to my mind out of nowhere, have a cigarette. But the self-control through the spirit of the Lord gave strength enough to put them down. Same with drugs and alcohol. I'm quite sure, again, we all have testimonies of where we stood in faith, in the spirit of God that gave us the power to overcome the temptations, to overcome the habits, to overcome the lust that we dealt with to where today we are free. Amen? Amen? It says, walk in the spirit, and you will not satisfy the lust of the flesh. What does it mean to walk in the spirit? To walk in the spirit, to move by and with the spirit of the Lord. We cannot do this on our own. We are flesh and blood. The Bible says that there's nothing good within us. But when the spirit of the Lord enters in to our vessel, now we have the power. Now we possess 
what it is we need. The Bible says that God did not give us a spirit of fear. That spirit does not come from God. It comes from Satan. It says that he's given us a spirit of power, of love, and of sound mind or self-control. So now we have the power and we have the ability to have self-control over those things that come our way, those things that our flesh desires, that our spirit can rise up and say, no, and I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. People of God, I went through a week from hell, but I thank God that he spoke to me and he said, self-control. That's all he said. That was it. I didn't understand at the time what he meant, but I knew I needed to do some research upon that word because he's saying something. People of God, sometimes God will just give you a word, and it's for us to meditate upon that word and allow the spirit of the Lord to open it up for us, to give us more insight to where we can receive from the word what we need to make it through what may be coming our way. I had no clue, but because of the research, because of the studying and the meditation upon that word, as things were coming my way, I was able to stand, not to react, but to stand. Walk in the spirit, because as you join yourself up with the spirit, Hallelujah. It says that he is a light underneath your foot and a, a light of your path so you don't fall into a ditch. You don't fall into a net. But you're able to walk a path that is lit that will lead you to freedom. That will lead you to freedom. The Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 1 and 7 that we are not to move by power, we are to move by power, excuse me, love and of sound mind. It tells us in 2 Corinthians 5 and 12 to move by faith, not by sight. To move by faith, not by sight. Or the Bible says walk, but move, because walking is an action. So we must move by faith and not what we see. Because sometimes what we see will get us to react. And we have no self-control to stand still and to see the salvation of the Lord. The Bible says in the book of James, count it all joy when you go through various trials and temptations for the testing of your faith produces patience. Sometimes patience helps us to stand still, to have some self-control to where we can wait and allow God to come into the situation and begin to clear it up for us. But when we don't have that self-control, we begin to move into God's area, and we ain't got the power to do what he has to do. So we have to step back and give God his uh, 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 make way and let him come in so that he can do what he does as we patiently, through self-control, stand still. How many of you had a problem in your life and you just stood still, but it was hard to do because you wanted to get in the mix. You wanted to figure something out. You wanted to add what you assumed would help the situation. But the more you tried to do, the worse things got. 
self-control. Self-control. It says in verse 17, it says, For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. Do you know there's a fight going on between your flesh and your spirit? There's a fight that's going on between your flesh and your spirit. Your flesh wants to go left and your spirit wants to go right. And they're pulling. And they're pulling. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2 and 11 that the flesh is evil. It tells us to abstain from fleshly lust, which wars against our soul. That's in 1 Peter 2 and 11. It tells us to abstain from fleshly lust, which wars against our soul. Abstain. That word means to restrain oneself from doing or enjoying something. So sometimes we have to abstain. Abstain from the second plate of food. You don't need it. Abstain from drinking. Abstain. We have to pull ourselves away from those things that we, we, we love to do, but we know are not the right things to do. In this season, people of God, and I believe this is why the Spirit of the Lord is giving this to me as well. I was sharing with my wife about a dream that I had. I was going to share it uh, at the end, but, but uh, I believe the Spirit of the Lord is wanting me to, to share it now. Um, there's a lot of individuals that God has been training up that have been in the back that haven't really had an opportunity uh, that God is about to move to the front through, through the obedience and the training and the hunger, God is moving some people up to the front from the back, moving some people up from the, to the front from the back. And in this, a lot has to do with self-control because we're living in a time where the media is really attacking temptations of people, especially sexual temptations. If you look at the television, if you listen to the radio, uh, you'll find that there's a, it's just all about sex. It's all about drugs. It's all about do what you will with who you will. Amen. And the flesh gravitates to that. Then the thing we have to remember as well is that as we're looking at these things through the television screen, through the computer screens, there's spirits that are coming through into your atmosphere and beginning to manipulate your mind, manipulate your body, manipulate those people inside of your house. All these things are taking place. So we must restrain ourselves from a lot of these things of the world. The Bible says to be in the world, but be not of the world. That's one of the big issues today, people of God, is that there's too much of the world that has entered into the church of Jesus Christ. And because it's entered into the church of Jesus Christ, it's beginning to enter into our homes. 
And what God is saying, it's time to take and restrain ourselves, to abstain from some things, to take back the control that he has given us through the spirit of God that is within us. I remember there's a time I would come home, the first thing I do is turn on the television. Today I come home, first thing I want to do is open up my Bible. Big difference. You see? Abstain from the things of the world and begin to gravitate to the things of God. Too many of us have our Bible sitting in the car and we only pick it up on Sundays when we go to church. Too many of us listen to gospel music by the choir at church, but all week long we're listening to worldly music on the radio. God is saying it's time to shift. If you be for him, who can be against you? But if you're not for him, why are you calling on him? Amen? Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. In verse 18, it reads, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. It says, if you are led by the Spirit. There's one key word there, it's if. Because not everybody's led by the Spirit. We've got a lot of believers that believe in God, but they're not led by his Spirit. I was that guy. I was that guy even, even in leadership. I wasn't led by the Spirit. I was still led by the flesh. I was doing things I had no business doing. Being led by my flesh, but not led by the Spirit. If you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. What is the law? Bondage. Bondage. Many of us desire to be free, but because we do not want to surrender to the spirit. We are bound. We're bound. We're bound. If you're led by the spirit, you're not under the law of bondage. But being led by the law of obedience to Christ. You're being led by the obedience to Christ. It's like this, a blind person that is in a new area, came over your house, never been there before, they're trusting in you. They have their arm locked within your arm, and they're trusting you to walk them to, let's say, the bathroom, or to the kitchen, or to the living room where they can sit down. There is no fear because they trust and believe that you're going to get them to the destination, to the destination, the leading of the Holy Spirit. Do you believe that the Holy Spirit can lead you and guide you, or do you feel that you can do a better job yourself? Releasing the control to the Spirit of God. Joining in with the Spirit of God 
to be led to the purpose and destiny that God had created you for in the first place. In the first place. Being led by the Spirit, you're under an irksome restraint. To him who loves the Lord, the law is not irksome bondage, but it's a delightful direction. Now, what I mean by irksome is annoying or irritating or aspirating, tiresome. You see, the, the law is not something that if you're being led by the Spirit, it's a direction. It's a good thing. But see, when you're, when you're, when you're being led by your flesh, it's irritating. It's, it's, it's annoying because you feel like you can't do the things you want to do. It's irritating because I can't do this. I can't do that. But when you're led by the Spirit, you desire not to do those things that are displeasing to God. So it's a direction. Oh, God, I thank you. Hallelujah. For the, for the law that shows me that I can't do this, that shows me, hallelujah, that I need to love you first, that shows me, hallelujah, that I need to respect my mother and my father, that shows me these things. But see, the flesh says it's an irritating thing. Bondage. Bondage. Verse 19 through 21 basically instructs us upon the fruits of the flesh. The, 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 the actions, the, the things that, that come out of our flesh so we can di- differentiate. Hallelujah. So it goes to say now the works, the actions of the flesh are evident, which are adulteries, fornication, uncleanliness, lawlessness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, Dissensions, heresies, evil murders, drunkenness, rivalries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in the past time, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Those who practice these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. It doesn't say if this happens to take place, if you happen to do one of these every now and then that you're not going to inherit. No, we can ask for forgiveness and continue forth. But when you are living by the flesh, this is an everyday way of life. Outbursts of wrath, cussing people out, jealousy, envy, going around shooting people. All, it's a way of life. Hallelujah. And I know the people that are listening to this, hallelujah, don't live this way. But sometimes things just happen and we may get a little frustrated and we may act out of the flesh. But thank God for his mercy and his grace that all we need to do is ask him for forgiveness. And the Bible says that he will forgive us as far as the east is from the west. We may have to pay a consequence in the natural, but in the spiritual, we have been forgiven. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Verse 22 through 23 speaks of the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within us. If you want to know if the Spirit of the Lord is within somebody, 
these fruits will be activated and will be shown outwardly. Amen? It says, but the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and guess what? Self-control. These, against these, there is no law. When you're walking with the Spirit, there is no law. It's just direction. It's just direction, instruction, helping you to live according to the will of God. But when you're walking in the flesh, it's burdensome. It's a law. It's like, it's like a speed sign that says go five miles an hour and you're trying to get to work because you're late. It's annoying. I got to get there. I got to cheat. I'm going to go a little faster. Amen? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Walk in the spirit and you will not satisfy the lust of the flesh. How do we do that? First off, we must repent. We must give our lives to the Lord. Amen? You cannot have the Spirit of God if you have not repented of your sins and invited him into your life to be the Lord and Savior of your life, that you will follow him from this day forth. Amen? God loves you. He loves you. There's nothing upon this planet there's nothing above the planet or within this planet, underneath this planet, that can take his love away from you. I don't care what you've done. If you kill someone, if you if you raped someone, it don't matter what you've done. God's love is still there for you. Don't let the guilt and the shame and the remorse, hallelujah, that the enemy is putting upon your life to tell you that God will never love you. Let him not lie to you anymore. God loves you. And he's calling you. He's waiting upon you. He's even protecting you in the midst of your disobedience. He loves you that much. He's calling many home today because we're in the end times. Are you listening? Are you listening? Are you listening? Hallelujah. People of God, this is all my spirit. If you have a family member, play this. If you just got to take it to the, the, this part here, play it. People need to hear the love of God is still upon their life. Nothing can take it away. He's calling. It says many are called, but few are chosen. He's calling everyone in. Are you hearing? Are you coming in? The wedding feast, the, it's all being set up, and he's calling you in. Hallelujah. It's a new season. Hallelujah. Take off. Hallelujah. Those clothes. There's new clothes. Hallelujah. That he has for you. Hallelujah. You got to be dressed properly <laughs> for a wedding. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, he got clothes waiting for you. You just got to come in. Amen. That's all you got to do. Just come in. Mm. Hallelujah. Now, from that point, Hallelujah. You have to invite the Holy Spirit into your life. You got to invite him in. Hallelujah. And he's a gentleman. 
Hallelujah. When you say come, I surrender all to you. Come in and take control of this vessel. Oh, he's going to come in quick, fast, and in a hurry. But I can tell you this much. Hallelujah. Satan's going to tell you there ain't nothing changed. You're still the same. And you know what? You are. Sanctification is a process. It takes time. Hallelujah. But I'll tell you this much. You're plugged into the socket. You're plugged in. Hallelujah. Your soul is now alive again. Hallelujah. It's like a little baby. You're learning, hallelujah, new things. You got to grow. It's a process. Don't let the enemy lie to you, people of God. And don't pay attention to where people, where other people are in their walk. This is your walk. This is between you and God. A relationship. That's what he wants with you, a relationship. He's not a, he, he don't want to be a, 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 what do you call them? Uh, 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 one of them, one of them guys that you go for for money when you need money when you need something. I forget what you call him, a sugar daddy. He ain't no sugar daddy, and you can't pimp God. You can't pimp him. Okay, so so we need to just stop trying. What what do you mean by that? I'm glad you asked. Hallelujah. Whenever you get in trouble, you go straight to God. But when everything is okay, you know, forgot about God. No, that don't work. You got the wrong God. Amen. God is for you. He'll do for you, but he expects us, hallelujah, to do for him. And what, what is that? To put him first above all things. Amen. Above your wife, hallelujah, above your job, above your bank account, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Ah, yes, God, I glorify your name. Hallelujah. People of God, hallelujah, this is your time. This is your season. Amen. God is calling you in. And for those of you that believe God, that trust God and have been walking with God, hallelujah, but you know that there's some things in your life, hallelujah, that you need to get right, hallelujah, get them right. God already knows, and he's giving you the strength through his spirit to overcome. Believe me, I know. I've been there, man. I've been there. We say, oh, well, I can't do it. I can't. God said, I know you can't. I can't trust in me. Giving up cigarettes wasn't easy. But God, when I gave him, when I said, I'm done. God, I need you. He told me this. He says, 1 Corinthians 5 and 17, if I'm correct. He said, I'm a new man in Christ. He says, I'm a new man in Christ, and I held on to that, that I'm not that cigarette smoker. I'm a non-cigarette smoker. I'm not that crack addict that I used to be. I'm not even a recovering addict. <laughs> I'm just clear to the sin that I was committing. Amen. They didn't put little, little nice little words upon things to, to take the sting out of the sin. No, I'm not an addict. I'm a sinful man living a sinful life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you one of the things I see. I don't know. <laughs> Fornication. Hallelujah. Adultery. Got to stop it. Got to stop it. It may be bringing pleasure to your flesh right now. Hallelujah. But in the day when you face God, hallelujah, it ain't going to be pretty. Stop it. He will forgive you as far as the east is from the west. 
Glory be to God. Self-control, people of God. We need to have self-control. Glory be to God. Satan came to Christ, and he put before him everything that he could ever want. He already owned it all anyway. But glory be to God. He stood by the word of God. He said it is written, and he spoke truth, and in the truth he spoke power. And what does Satan have to do? Bow down and try to move to something else. Christ has given us the instructions on what to do and how to do. It's for us to do. Hallelujah. But what and how do you want to live your life? Do you want to live it for Christ? Or do you want to live it for yourself? The Bible says that we cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve Christ and man. Wealth, the world. If you be a friend of the world, you are an enemy with God, is what the Bible says. People of God, we really need to check ourselves and to take control of our lives, to live the type of life that we choose to live. It's time not to talk about it, but be about it. I say that to myself as well as over this broadcast. It's time for us to walk it out instead of talk it out. Amen. You go up to somebody and say, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm highly favored and all that great stuff. It sounds great. But God is saying it's time to walk it out. We're coming up against some things. I'm telling you, people of God, if you look at in our natural government here, there's a lot going on, a lot going on. If you look on the news, every time you turn around, it's talking about a child being shot at school, people coming in. There's a purpose and reason why all of this is being put into our eye gate and our ear gate, people of God. It's a setup. It's a setup. Hallelujah. And if you're not ready, hallelujah, you can find yourself <laughs> in a bad situation. Let me put it like that. Put it like that. Hallelujah. My people perish for lack of knowledge is what the Bible says. And the knowledge that the Spirit of the Lord has given through this broadcast today is it's time to get control of your life back. It's time to get control of your life back. It took seven days. On the seventh day, people of God, my life was Everything, I'm telling you, it was like a war zone. I'm, it was, it was crazy. It was, I cannot even explain it. Amen? But I went to sleep and I woke up. I had a vision. Hallelujah. I woke up and I began to interpret the vision that was given. And I come to find that I passed the test. That the self-control, that the Spirit of the Lord told me I would need to make it through the seven days he provided me with. Why did he provide it? Because I meditated on the word that he gave me. I seeked out in his word what I needed to do, but I still, I, I didn't understand. But because I was obedient enough to look, he gave me the strength to stand. People of God, trust God. Trust God. He is so awesome. He is so awesome. I'm going to play a song here. It's called The Call. And I'm just going to pray for those individuals that are on this line that have lost control of their life. 
that their mind takes them one way, hallelujah, that their emotions take them another way, and their actions just totally are destroying their life. Glory be to God. We need to get control back. No, your mind does not control you. You control your mind. No, your emotions don't control you. No, you control your emotions. No, this isn't just how you are. This is the way you choose to be. It's time to change. It's time to take back everything that the enemy has stolen from you. It's time to get your peace back. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to stop allowing your emotions to dictate how you're going to feel every minute, every day. When you wake up in the morning, how are you? see is gloom and doom and sadness. The devil is a lie. There's more to life, people of God. There's more to life. Hallelujah. I don't know where all this is coming from, but I'm going to put this song on. We're just going to pray. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, God. We need you right now, Father. We need you, oh, God. Oh, I feel your spirit, Lord. Oh, Father God, allow the glory to fall, Father God, upon this radio broadcast, upon each and every ear, Father God, that is listening in right now. We need you, oh God. We need, Father God, your strength to your spirit to give us self-control that we do not give in to the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye and the pride of life that comes in through the temptations of the enemy, oh God. Lord God, hallelujah. I pray a covering over each and every person upon this line, Father God, that is listening to this broadcast, oh God. Hallelujah. Go into their lives. Go into their lives, Father God. Oh, begin to move and shift, Father God, those things out of the way, Father God, that the enemy has planted. We uprip, Father God, every tree, Father God, and every rip, Father God, that the enemy has planted, Father God, in their demise, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God. Hallelujah. We come against overeating, Father God, the gluttony spirit. We come against, Father God, the spirit of lying and manipulation, witchcraft, Father God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. We come against fornication right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, Father God. We come against confusion of the enemy, Father God. In the name of Jesus Christ, oh God. Yes, Lord. Oh, bring peace. Bring peace. Oh, bring peace, oh God, into the homes of each and every person upon this line, oh God. Let it be done and let it be so. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Father, we give you all the glory and we give you all the praise. We need you, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for being our King, our Lord, and our Savior. I pray, Father God, that everything that has taken place upon this line, Father God, is pleasing to you, O God. And that your spirit, Father God, and the anointing of your spirit goes and breaks yokes and breaks chains, Father God. Brings freedom, Father God, hallelujah, to your people, hallelujah. And through your spirit, Father, give them the willingness and the desire to walk by the spirit and not satisfy the lust of the flesh. In Jesus' name, Father God, we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. 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 
Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And if there is any, hallelujah, that don't know Christ and they're wanting, hallelujah, to give their lives to the Lord, hallelujah, just repeat after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm a sinner. I've lived my life against your will, doing as I chose to do. Today, I desire to change my life. I believe that your son, Jesus, lived and died upon the cross and was buried. And three days later, he rose again and he lives and resides on the right-hand side of you. I ask that the spirit of the Lord come into my vessel Take control, lead, guide, and direct me from this day forth. I will follow. I will follow. You are my Lord and you are my Savior. And I receive you in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, amen. Glory be to God. If you, hallelujah, have given yourself to the Lord, hallelujah, inbox me at Anthony Baxter Sr. on Facebook. You can send a friend request or you can send an email at mbkministries at gmail.com. mbkministries at gmail.com. We would love to talk with you, pray with you, hallelujah, and give you, hallelujah, some foundational uh, steps to keep you moving in the right direction. Amen. We just want to give thanks and praise to each and every person that is listening in and that has joined us live today. Me and my wife, hallelujah, just give thanks to you. Amen. It's been a long road, hallelujah, but we know one thing, to walk by faith, not by sight. So we're going to sign out to each and every person upon the line today. We give thanks to you. God bless you. We'll be back next week with an awesome encounter. Hallelujah. God willing. Until then, love someone. Love someone. In Jesus' name, amen.